Welcome to Three Guys and a Brit, an international podcast where we go over many subjects. As usual, I am Jerker along with Jeej, Windu, and Caveman. Now, today we're going to talk about one, Juneteenth, an American holiday, and two, official ruling of Roe versus Wade. But before we start, let's give out a shout out to our top comments on YouTube from the previous video. Shout out to Ashley R and Styles IRL for great conversation they started. So if you want to go, check it out. It's on our last video. Um, but before that, we did skip last week for Father's Day. So congrats to all the fathers out there. And Windu and Caveman, congratulations, bro. Happy Father's Day. I hope Thank you, you all uh, had a good time. It was late. Um, Dog daddy too. Yeah. Now, Windu, tell us exactly what is Juneteenth to all the people out there who have zero knowledge about it, like me, even though I'm a brown man living across the pond in UK. I have no idea, <laughs> right? I was uneducated regarding this. So please educate us. So I'll just lead off by saying that this is a subject that many people are very unfamiliar with. Right. So off of history.com, just to read a quick little paragraph here, Juneteenth, short for June 19th, marks the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of the state and ensure that all enslaved people be freed. The troops arrival came a full two and a half years after the signing of the Emancipation Emancipation Proclamation. Excuse me. Juneteenth honors the end to slavery in the United States and is considered the longest running African-American holiday. On June 17th, 2021, last year, it officially became a federal holiday. So this is officially the second time it's celebrated as an official holiday, right? But I'll tell you, just to throw my like a quick little two cents out there is somebody that was born and raised in Puerto Rico, right? Came over here probably like pre-teens era and to Florida and I spent my whole life in Florida, I had absolutely never ever even heard about Juneteenth until they made it a holiday. I don't know if that says a lot about our education system in the States because it is an American thing, but I've never heard of it until last year. And that's when I got educated. Yeah, like for me, I, I I literally haven't heard about it. Like because even it, again, it just comes back to our education system too. So I don't know. Maybe we were not, you know, uh, introducing this at what's happening over here. But I didn't hear about it until a lot of people from like when I'm speaking to mostly Americans, right? Um, as who I got as friends on Discord and everything like that, they started talking about Juneteenth and then I go on Twitter, it's all posting tweets and everything about Juneteenth. So I got a bit curious, but I'm not going to lie, I didn't dwell into it as much because A, I had my own personal things that I needed to do, so I got caught up in all of that. But I was always curious about it, so it's interesting to hear about it uh, from you guys um, that's more familiar with it, especially and also talk about it in the podcast too. So go ahead, man. Just just in educate educate me, in, interest me, intrigue me. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, I think it's it's. Um, I'm sorry, Jeej, but uh, I think no, it's kind of like it's kind of um, a uh, almost. Uh, slap in the face really to the people that endured 
slavery because you're you're celebrating something that happened. It was when um, the, that that general, right? He wrote into Texas and he officially told everybody in Texas, "Hey, listen, slavery's over. You guys don't have to keep working, you know, for your masters. Like you guys are free." But that had happened two and a half years before that. So isn't it kind of like a slap in the face? I mean, that it's it, we're something that. I mean, it's almost a tragedy because those people had been indentured servants or slaves for two and a half years past what they should have been, right? I mean, that's kind of a tragedy. That's well, like, I think. The right? thing of it is, too, is when people think about slavery, what's the first thing that goes into your mind? It's, it, it is within the black community. People don't also don't realize that there were more than just the black community that were slaves. Out here, we also got remember we had Irish that were slaves for many years past the proclamation, got, uh, you know, and general emancipation proclamation. Like, proclamation like, thank you. I, I, but I, I mean, we had about, Irish, we had Irish that were slaves past that. So, so when I yeah. when I go to when I went to uni over here, we also spoke about slavery in general. So when I was doing history studies and everything like that, we came, over, you know. We had a professor who was very knowledgeable about slavery um, as a whole. So he gave us a couple of examples as well. Like slavery started off in Africa, most of it, right? They had uh, black kings and queens who had slaves, right? So I can see where that point... Tribes enslaving each other. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's definitely... A tragedy you know and i can understand this not only slavery within the black community but there was slavery outside of the black community too um but it's just the fact is that we know more about black slavery for the fact is that it's in our history um people talk about it on a general basis we have a wide variety of information out there to the people and also it was one of the most um cruel situations too specifically within the black slavery uh, well not even that man you gotta state. remember you remember it's what sells that's what my media wise and everything media wise within the history books it's what sells yeah. and that's I mean, the, and that's the that hard point. part because i mean look at you can go back into the early freaking 1700s there was kings and queens of england had slaves uh yeah. vikings had slaves um your even your uh, Indonesian royalty had slaves. Your yeah, China, like, look your at China kings and queens had slaves. Like, look at it this way, right? Before the I thought it was British, okay. When no, b- before before British colonized the whole thing, the first country that they were completely like wanted to take control over was the Indian uh, India, right? They wanted to take over the whole India, right? And within the Indian community, like you had the kings and kings and queens, like from different, different, different sections, and they all had slaves, bro. I'm, I'm telling you right now, there was no one who would sit there and deny it, right? They all had slaves, and those motherfuckers used to be ten times more cruel to the people who were slaves than most of the shit that we are known for. Like you know, we we can. Um, gather information on the yeah. web. You know what I mean? So it's crazy, man. How, I mean, um, even look at Egyptian. Look at Egyptians. They had like their slaves when they when an Egyptian pharaoh died or an Egyptian royalty died. Their servants would be buried within proximity 
of the Pharaoh. So like they had a difference between servants and slaves. So your servants are the ones that did your cooking, did the cleaning of the palace. You know, they waited on their, the Pharaoh hand and foot, but then your slaves are the ones that did all labor um, and things like that. But what people don't realize is there was a lot of slavery. And I'm going to put that in, in quotations, but that wasn't really like, sometime it really wasn't cruel. Like, so I remember reading, reading something a few years back because I was curious. I think, I think it would be fair to say, but before you continue, I think it would be fair to say that even though not all of it might've been cruel, I think it's fair to assume that the majority of it was probably cruel. Yeah. Majority was, yeah. So, So the thing that I read was there, there was one, there was one farm out down, down South down here. And there was a few things that they got like diaries that were, that were taken from some of the, from like they were found and they were saying in a thing that they, they were treated better here, even though they were working in a field for 12 hours, 15 hours, 16 hours, than it was living where they came from. Uh, they were living underneath a warlord who was taking and stealing their women, just selling off their children. They were starving and everything else. And then they got come over here. They had a, they had like a small shack, even though they had to share with people, they had shack, they had blankets, they had food, they had water. So they didn't mind just working because they actually got essentials that they didn't have from where they came from. So that's where people are like, well, yeah, slavery is cruel, which wow. it is. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, some of these so, people probably living better than they were coming back where they were from. They had no disease either because they got medical treatment. So I you just triggered a thought in my mind that slavery happened for so long. We can even say just here in the United States, right? Slavery happened for so long that there were individuals born slave. All they yeah. knew was slavery their entire life, right? Just just sit there and think about that, bro. Isn't that sus that you're born as a kid, you're growing up and you just teach your kid this is normal. This is the way life is. You get me? Is it, isn't that just fucked right there? Because I was reading here while uh, you guys were talking. And like we were saying a second ago, the Juneteenth was basically when they went into Texas and they said, hey, in case y'all didn't hear the fucking news, not okay anymore. So apparently when that happened, 250,000 enslaved people were freed. Not just a couple uh you know a couple hundred 250,000 were freed and then the fucked up part i just read here some slave owners withheld that information until after the harvest season because they wanted to get that last milking free out of labor. them the free labor fucked bro i mean that that is fucked and i think that that what makes this chapter of American history and this last go around of slaves so so important because of the motivation because we needed to establish a country off of free labor and we used Africans specifically and they brainwashed people to think that less than whites 
So I think that yeah, this to think whole that shit was okay. History was that, racially that, that, motivated. Oh, um, look at it this way: that the whole uh, thought process, uh, you know, the exploitation of black. It's it's been happening since fucking decades, bro. Like um, it was the whole whitewashing thing from the get go. Um, if you look back in um, the history, right, even the Greeks used to do that, right. And yes, you are right. It is racially motivated because they wanted to feel like their race was superior to the people who were not fair-skinned, right? And look at it this way: like interesting fact, as of now, there are, I believe, there is four different types of slavery, right? Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I, I for what is I know, there are four different types of slavery. And did you know that there is what you call a modern-day slavery? Yeah, right. slavery is still a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, as of as of 2018, right? There is a current slavery situation that's going on. The looking at the statistics over here, right? Um, the number one country to have slaves still in their country is India. India has eight million slaves that they have calculated for. Right. Second being China with 3.86 million. Third being Pakistan with 3.19 million. North Korea with 264 million. Nigeria with 1.39 million. Um, Indonesia with 1.22 million. Democratic Republic of Congo with 1 million. Russia with 794. And the Philippines with 784. That's an estimate, bro. That's an estimate. That is, that's that's what yeah. I'm saying. That is an estimated. That's like that's as of now, right? What's interesting for the fact is that me living here in UK, right? In March 2020, British police records showed that the number of modern day slavery offenses recorded has increased by more than 50% from 3,412 cases in 2018 to 5144 cases in 2019 UK right and th- in the UK that's what has been recorded now, that shit is that is that crazy. listed as slave labor cuz there's a difference modern what we day, had modern what we had here what we had here in the United States what was built on was slave labor yeah so there's a difference on just so when i look think about slaves like that is you have slave labor you have sex slaves yep. You know, so, so on and so, so forth. you got so in the UK predominantly the modern day slavery for comes under forced migrant label right forced migrant label so people basically they come from a different country right in looking for a better job prospect everything like that and they go to the shady employer right who will ask them to hand over their documents like passports and stuff like that and they will hold it as ransom but that shit still happens in the U.S. Like, like I was about to say, like as a as a Hispanic, I hear constant issues. Like I've heard of like family members and and you know like friends that they have like relatives or people they know. It's like, hey, so they paid a, coy- a coyote, I think is what they're called. They yeah, paid a coyote, yeah, yeah, to literally sneak them into the United States. They snuck them in, but not, then they're holding them for ransom. I remember my mom telling me one time, it's like, hey, you remember this one person that's a good friend of ours? Their son is being held ransom by Coyote. And they said if they go to the cops, 
they they're gonna you know like they're gonna kill their kid and yeah. they got they Don't gotta pay pinky yeah they gotta pay like fifteen thousand dollars just to release them and shit and it's like like, I, uh, like that's fucked but shit, that's shit like that is still going on and you brought up a great point that i didn't even think about like sex slaves labor slavery and shit mm -hmm. like there's just fucked up trafficking, people. Sex trafficking, so. human trafficking in general. Well, and in trafficking, so like, bro. When I lived in California, I knew this guy, he was from Culiacan, and he was telling me about that coyote stuff. He used to work for, uh, they, he called it, he was a coyote. He used to work for a coyote when he was a kid, just being a, like a scout out. And he was telling me, he's like, dude, you don't realize when they go through their tunnels on the other side, they have people that literally take everything from them, throw them in a bus, and they drive them somewhere. They don't know where they're going. They just know they're going to the States. And then when they get there, there's, like, farmers that will just snatch them. Yep, you're coming with us. Yeah. Yep. You want it? You want your green card? Come on. Yeah. All they tell them, you want your green card? Come on. Get you your green card. But little do they know they're working for, like, three or four or five years. Yes, they're making some money, but what's 50 cents on the dollar you know what i mean right when you're trying to get a green card that costs 10 grand like, so now that, that's the thing that that's the thing over here in the uk right uh, i think there was a um biggest one like you guys got coyote and stuff like that like um over here the biggest one i think there was like two people uh two lithuanian men um right that came that was here in the uk and they had some migrant workers as forced labor as chicken catchers bro as chicken catchers right so what? they would catch yeah yeah yeah. so basically these this farm used to supply eggs to the major supermarkets over here like major supermarkets including uh companies which you guys might be familiar with but i'm not 100 percent sure like as the Tesco, and um, I believe it was Marks and Spencer, but I'm not 100% sure. But as the is a company that belongs to the Walmart family, mm -hmm. right? So, mm. um, you know, things like that. And also, most of the migrant workers that come over here, they're forced to work into cannabis farms over here. Okay, so, cannabis farm, cannabis is a big um industry boom over here because you know as you guys know it's still illegal over here uh to have cannabis and stuff like that so you know they were forced into these kind of farms cannabis farms and chicken catchers mainly because you know chicken catchers providing all these eggs to major supermarkets is fucking mind-blowing and nobody came to know about it until um somebody tipped the cops off that this is what's happening like we saw some you know um suspicious activity happening around in the farm but we're not 100 percent sure so when they did all the investigation and came to know that these migrant workers that came from you know romania these places and etc etc they were used as chicken catchers so they would collect all the eggs and you know and then afterwards eight hours a day eight hours a day that's what they had to do for little as two pound 50 pence that's literally about Pepsi, 20% 20% of the national minimum wage right well it's like the same it's thing up here i mean like when i was living in new york i there were some farms dude that i've been to just running cattle that they had migrant mexican workers that were working at these farms and yeah i mean the farmers they just didn't pay them like you'd think you know I mean, 
they would pay him some decent stuff. But these guys were like, we're talking to knowing a slick of English, but they were happier than pig and shit, man. They like, because they were actually getting paid normal. And I talked to one who knew a little bit of English and he's like, yeah, my brother's somewhere in Texas and he's not making anywhere near what I'm sending home to my family. Like I'm sending home three times, four times the amount. I mean, granted, it was still a couple hundred bucks a week. I mean, you're not making much as a farmer because they live right on the farm. But still, I mean, you get this, they're working towards that work visa. People are going to do it because they're still going to send money home. You know, especially American money to the, to the peso, I think it is. It, Dude, it's outrageous. It's like For like a dollar, it's like 10. For one, for like... Um, what is the ratio? It's like for per dollar. If you have one dollar American dollar, it's ten pesos. Yeah, you know. So it's like you could feed your whole family with with a dollar. You know. And I'm glad you brought that up, Jeech, because I'm sick and tired of hearing people say, "Oh, these Mexicans and these illegal immigrants are coming over here to take our jobs." No, man, they're coming over here to work the jobs that Americans won't. You do. don't want to work. And now, especially with yeah. everybody oh, fucking hiring, I don't want to hear that right. shit. Lake there should Mary be no such thing, bro. But I'm a big believer onto it right now because, especially right here, I've noticed a lot living here in Florida. But the homeless population, there should be, in my opinion, there should be no such thing as a homeless man right Zero, now, be- bro. Because of what everyone's just hiring everybody because no one wants yeah. to work. If I was homeless, I don't care if I gotta go find. If I knew where there was a small stream, I can go take a bath. I'll go work at freaking McDonald's. Post up down in the woods across the road or down right around there. Still go take my bath till I had my first couple of paychecks to go get a hotel. Take that hotel, next couple of paychecks, start saving up to go buy to go get an apartment. It's not right. hard. Like I'm it's just you, people that, don't want to work. That similar that similar mentality is over here too. Like, like you got all these immigrants coming from different different countries um, who will do anything and everything just to make a living provide a better lifestyle for themselves and their family right my props to them because you know they will they're literally willing to do whatever it is um in order to have a better life than what they've had you know in their own countries and stuff like that so my props to them and the fact is that what pisses me off right i hear this most of the time because me being brown in this country right there are some perks to it and then there are some you know um shit that comes with it right there's always a stereotypical thought process oh they look at all these guys they're coming like most of the brand guys that come over here are doctors taxi drivers you know shit in like all these kind of things where they can make a shit ton of money right and it's like all these people are coming over here and they're taking all their jobs but the same mentality like let me just give you an example i'll ask my friend is they like yo this guy was unemployed right he's unemployed he's getting benefits off the community you know the government the council and i turned around and said yo these guys are giving you 10 pound an hour just to be a cleaner in a care home right just to be a cleaner in the care home the mentality that came behind it was bruh that's not that's not the job for me i can't do that no chance that that there's no way i'll be able to handle watching old people and then collecting the shit from the floor and everything like that i'm like yeah but you're getting paid 10 pound an hour it's better than being on fucking benefits 
right mm -hmm. and you're struggling to pay your bills and struggling to pay all of this and you can't even have a fun a good time like for example when we go out clubbing or whatever it is you can't afford to because you don't want to do the job that can help you achieve better just because it's a cleaning job why just because it has a uh, title cleaner is beneath you motherfucker you're on benefits you're unemployed i having an unemployed title is worse, worse than having a title at least you don't go around walking around in the society and people sit there and be like oh you know what he's a bum he can't be asked to do a fucking job you know what i mean it's like you no. can't sit there and tell me this shit you're worried about your fucking title you have a thought process like on your all your family members and all your friend circle is they're like nah bro he's just a bum he don't want to do no work right have that kind of a well, i mean i I have a thought also about, you know, we're tying it into everything to slavery about people that have records, you know, because there's a lot of people that are homeless that do have criminal records and they have issues getting jobs, you know, and tying it all back to Juneteenth. I mean, as soon as slavery started, stopped, vagrancy laws kicked in. So now yes. all these people that have jobs because they were patient, they're trying to figure out how to live and they're seen chilling on the side of the road and now you're a vagrant up now you got these back to the plantation you go yes you know and it created generations generations of slavery type mentalities where they're like yeah, i have no exactly. i have no hope my dad was a slave he worked at the at the plantation you know i can't i can't afford it well, the society around me hates me well, what you the know, plantation so, you, you bring up a great point. You bring up a great point there. That and I know I'll not let you go, Jeej. I'm so sorry. But um, you bring up a you bring up a great point that even though let's say Juneteenth celebrates the official ending of slavery, like we all know that the United States is founded on some fucked up shit. Whether it was slave labor, whether it was stealing land from the natives, etc. Once Juneteenth happened and officially throughout all of the United States, it's like, hey, slavery is illegal. All the and I hate to be that guy that says it, but all they found out is a way to make it legal. Keep the same mindset. Keep the pe mm -hmm. keep the same people beneath like, hey, that doesn't mean we have to give them an education. That doesn't mean we have to give them proper opportunities. That doesn't mean we have to treat them fairly. It's just like, hey, man, now I got to pay you. Well, uh, that doesn't mean I'll pay you right, especially back then, bro be like hey man your entire month here's a nickel or some shit like that the thing i was going to touch on was that you had all like you know they came in since slavery is done a lot of these slave owners were like okay you know but the, these slaves left they ended up coming back because they had nowhere to go i mean right. granted a lot of them went there's a few there's a few few towns in texas that were founded and built um from slaves uh, that pro still prospered through like, you know, the whole wild, wild west ages and all of them, you know, that they prospered and they made big into there. But what ended up happening was a lot of them slipped into crime. So they started robbing trains. They started robbing banks. They became the whole outlaw, uh, outlaw thing where it wasn't just, you know, your John Wayne's and your freaking, uh, kissing kates and all them it was there was some gangs that were slaves which started in 
I mean, that's where a lot of the, the gang stuff started too, was because a lot of these slaves that, that left, they had nothing else. They just banded together and started doing doing stuff where they can live. But a lot of them went back because that's all they knew was, I'm gonna go work on the farm. They had a house. They had, even though it was a shack, they shared with six people. They still had a house. They had somewhat clean water and they still got fed three, uh, at least two square meals a day. They got stuff to so, feed. So can I ask you guys, that might be a controversial question. Do you think Juneteenth should even be celebrated by the United States considering that people of color weren't even remotely close to being treated equal for another couple hundred years. Still aren't. That's why I said remotely, right? Like, I'm talking about legally treated equal, and even that's in, in parentheses. Uh, no, man. For hun- like over 100 years later, like what? Like, here's the thing. I, the fact that it officially became like, hey, like abolished officially the slavery it's definitely something worth celebrating but in the grand scheme of things i almost feel like this is the united states saying oh well we'll give you guys a little something because we're not all the way there yet you know it's like it's like giving it's got like giving native americans uh like reservations and be like hey we'll let you keep that land that doesn't change the fact it's just it's just that some that's something bigger and worse it's still it's, it's needing a, to be fixed. Uh, it's a it's Joker. A, do me a favor on the app. Stop raising your hand every time you raise your hand. It's it's, it's just automatically doing it. Is it? Then put your fucking hand down, bro. Every time you do that shit, it says Joker <laughs> raise his hand. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> hey man, it's just automatically doing it. But what I was saying is, uh, it's it's a temporary process. All right, it's a temporary thing. The what do you mean? What, what I'm saying is it, it, it's a celebration, like the government saying that this is officially, you know, your day to celebrate. But isn't that just a distraction? Celebrate. Like, I hate to be that guy. Yeah, Tinfoil hat moment. And then, it's, well, it's, hold on. Where, where are we at? Tinfoil hat moment. Like, isn't that just a distraction to get like African-Americans to be like, hey, guys, here's something for you to celebrate, even though everything's not as good as it should be like. But it's, it's not, just a when you started getting that, that's some, like but what what gave what, what Juneteenth started if you really really think about it was when did this whole Black Lives Matter start? Mm. Then years later. I mean it's these, it's a few years later, but you're not wrong as to the point that and all this stuff it's it might have been in response okay, to it. To get this Whoa. to stop, we're gonna give you this holiday for you to show that's from the federal government. So yeah. In my eyes, I wouldn't want to. I don't want to see a national holiday celebrating the end of slavery, or even celebrating the end of like Juneteenth. But it is because it's Whoa. still a thing. I'd rather see that happen when. I'd rather see like the thing where they celebrate for the end of like or celebrate the civil start rights. Of, like the civil that. rights. Give us so a day for the full that. civil rights, not just Martin Luther King Day. I'd rather see that the community celebrate that than Juneteenth. Because Juneteenth to me is just a little slap in the face because it's like, okay, it's just a, what happened after Juneteenth happened? There's still slavery I feel like, still there. Right. I feel like it's just a mask over the whole entire situation. Just so people will feel like, yo, I'm, I'm 
happy that they honored our day kind of a thing to make you forget all the negative shit that's been happening right but at the same time um rather than a celebration you know kind of like a memorial day that we have like you know having like a prayer just just to remember yeah. all the shit that's gone on that's much of a better way than turning around and saying we're celebrating it well, no bro cuz cuz here's the thing hold on and they made it a federal holiday well, yeah, so so in 1979, Texas was the first state to make Juneteenth a holiday, officially. And then in 2021, Congress passed a resolution establishing Juneteenth as a national holiday. And then Biden signed it into law shortly after June 17th. So it took a while. Like, it, it's at least Texas has been celebrating this for a while, right? But it took a while for everyone to kind of get on the bandwagon and my issue is i'm not mad at highlights right like for the longest uh like we had like a columbus day right and technically we still have it you know what i mean columbus day celebrating christopher columbus or whatever Shame. absolutely Shame. yeah but but again america was founded on horrible we didn't shit. land on plymouth rock plymouth rock landed on us no man oh, fuck. no get, get rid get rid of it man because Honestly, all it does, it Juneteenth is just where it trends. No, man, it's bullshit. The the proclamation had been made before that. So mm-hmm. all it shows is that Texas and everybody else was not. I, I, I fucking. Oh, no, you're good. Can no, you no, you're, yeah, yeah, we can hear you. We yeah, can hear okay. you. Even when you so, even when you freeze, okay. we can hear you. Okay. Even even then, everybody was was not ready to get Lincoln is is on record saying that he will do anything to end the war the whole abolition of slavery was not he didn't want to get rid of slaves he just wanted the war to end he didn't want that negative stigma on him that's it he didn't give a fuck about no slaves Lincoln had slaves Lincoln had slaves slaves. so we're celebrating something Again, like you said, it's it's distraction, man. It's like, hey, listen, you got your holiday. Shut the fuck up and get back to work, slave. Mm -hmm. All it did was transition from one form of slavery to another. Well, the thing of it is now we have financial slavery, you know, touching on that. Getting rid of like the thing that bothers me the most about all this stuff. And, you know, this is going to come really bad from a white guy. But, you know, someone's got to say it is I'm a really kind of big into history. Right. And them going through and defacing and tearing down and putting all these orders in for tearing down like the Robert E. Lee statues and, you know, the Civil War statues that are there and tearing that stuff down because it's offensive. Do Yeah, it may be offensive, but it's history. You can't get rid of the history that was there because of these people. You know, don't get me wrong. Robert E. Lee was fighting for the wrong side. But he was still an amazing general. If you look back to what, how his war strategies were and all this other stuff, he was an amazing militarized general that still to this day, a lot of our military still uses some of his philosophies. But yet we tear down his, his statue. I, I think that's offensive. I think that's a very weird line for anyone to travel because if you go and hey we're gonna destroy any piece of history 
that is attached to somebody that's fucked up or that is offensive to us you low-key like we just like i said a second ago you're low-key gonna get rid of all american history because all all of american history i'm sorry to say but we're not let me not say all let me just say the majority the, majority, the most historical events literally are based off of fucked up shit history is written by the victors by all means right like and obviously there's two sides to every coin but if they literally if any individual wants to go and erase any history from any person that was a racist any like yo even if you could just stop it right there let's delete let's erase all monuments history of everybody that it was racist you're low-key getting rid of american history right there oh yeah tell you all might just tear down the whole you all might just tear down all washington washington dc I mean the 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 whole thing behind you know the Confederacy because I, I we live in the South guys so you guys know everywhere you turn there's a Confederate flag. The thing is that to me, it does represent racism and it does ra uh, represent treason, you know because this part of the country tried to break up and, and I mean at the end Give of the day, favor. you're okay, man. I'm gonna touch you on. I'm gonna break your history on it. I want you to to actually look up the meaning of the Confederate flag. Because people, when they look, when they, when they talk about the Confederate flag, it's the first thing is, yeah, it's about racism, right? It's about, about it's what traitors. Rep, what it represents, right? yeah. But there was a thing with the Confederate flag, and I'm, I, I gotta look it up now. I know Windows doing the same thing. But yeah, yeah, so I, this my, is... My memory's kind of falling on me, but it's, there was really, on the meaning of the Confederate flag, there was actually no racism done for it. Like, it wasn't, it was actually, um, uh, the way that the stars and the stripes went, it was meant for something else. And like I said, I gotta pull it up a little bit, but that's what I mean. Like it's right, people, but but geez, people let me, see that let me and they automatically think racism. Let me counter that with the swastika, right? The swastika is not a racist symbol at all. In no, fact, it, means peace. it goes to Hindu right in in the in the Hindu culture and the religion. I mean, it's something that's it's a beautiful thing, but of course. Hitler took that and he fucked when it all used up. by the Just wrong. Like I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's know, a when that's a great example. When it, when even something of peace, a symbol of peace, is used by the wrong people, it just becomes associated with. Like look right, at it this that, way. the swastika has been in the United States before, like, done by the Native uh, Americans. Uh, it's been done by the Native Americans. You, you can go, Joker. <laughs> Hold on. For some reason, it just put my hand up for no reason. I'm just looking at it like Jesus Christ. I'm putting your hand up. Anyways, what? Like, it's oh, look at it this way over here too, right? Right now over here, there is a far right fucking party over here that uses the union flag, right? The union flag is pasted all over, and it's it you know automatically associates to fucking racism, this that and everything. That it's just a fact. Like again, what Windu was saying, it's just when used by the wrong person and the wrong set of people it will have a negative connection to it. And when it's having a negative connection to it, people automatically assume, as soon as they see the union flag, oh, that motherfucker is racist, right? You never now, know how people take now, it. Now, Joker, like, look at this, like the Z, right? Just the letter Z. That's that's the letter of my last name. You know, it's just a normal letter. But now that they're on the side of all these fucking Russian tanks, now that's a negative now you see a Z, you're like, oh, bitch, you're pro-Russia? Like, you know, people will take that, 
you know, and run with I, it. I feel, you know, and I feel like some of it is uh, fake outrage by a lot of people that, you know, especially on the internet. Right? We I've seen a shit ton on fucking Twitter. Fucking Twitter is just like a rabbit hole that keeps digging. You just go from one side <laughs> to another side and you're like, what the fuck is this? But I, I feel like some of them are fake outreach. People just want to create a buzz and kind of um, create this kind of thing. Like, l- let me ask you this. Where the fuck did that letter Z even become popular? On the fucking internet. Right? On the fucking internet. It became so popular on the internet, people associated automatically to it. So again, it's just people. Some people are fucked up, right? People are fucked up, legit in this world, right? There are some shit I can tell you, but that's for the next podcast. But people are fucked up in general, bro. And again, most of the time, it's like mostly keyboard warriors that wants to just want to represent something. You know, they feel like they belong to something and feel like they're sheltered by this community. But you know what? let's be honest that motherfucker comes in front of me and if he tries to say something you're gonna put him down instantly for the stupidity that he just portrayed in front of me so let's 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 uh segue right there in legit the stupidity of people when america is literally has literally been created on wrongdoings right and let's segue into this Roly Wade. How about yeah, I was say about the stupidity of the American people removing the chance for abortion. I mean let's, okay. so let's let I'll do the the same as we did before, right? Just to basically give a, a little bit if people don't know. Long story short, it was a law case. It was a lawsuit. In the state of Texas, I've I don't know what the fuck is going on with Texas in this month, right? <laughs> but I guess it's just the Texas thing. Um, essentially, Roe v. Wade made it. Queers and queers come from Texas. Jesus, bro, I can't with you. <laughs> Shut the fuck, the fuck up. <laughs> but everything's bigger in Texas, even their issues, right? <laughs> right. I guess. Anyway, but anyways. but anyway, so this law made it so individuals couldn't be criminally pursued for an abortion everyone from doctors the females that were getting the abortion etc right now officially as of june 24th 2022 roe v wade basically got overruled it's no longer into effect now i I, i'm gonna do a little bit of research here while we talk i did hear somebody say that there could still be state laws that get applied that apply exceptions and you know medical exceptions and shit like that right but as a whole the, the whole consensus going throughout whether it be on the internet people's minds etc is the the fact that abortions are basically as as a whole being are now illegal illegal and and that comes up with the questions of you know extreme cases like let's say for example medical abortions like i'd love to uh, i'll tell our editor right now to play a clip on the screen that that we all watched before this and i think that clip is amazing it's from the perspective of a nurse i'll go ahead and have them play that but so i it, it's basically the fact that 
there are so many different scenarios where an abortion even though i understand i sympathize with people saying hey you know that's still killing a life i i understand i sympathize you're telling me that also while you're smoking a cigarette so that's a little weird but <laughs> taking a shot that's what i'm saying like i i sympathize but there are scenarios where an abortion is necessary right like as somebody that literally just became a father as somebody that was in the hospital room talking with doctors saying hey there might be something wrong with your baby like if we leave the baby inside of your wife it literally it like that could be harmful for your wife it could be harmful for the baby like it like you get me like even though that's not officially an abortion there are scenarios just like that where there are thousands and thousands of females out there where it's like hey if you keep this baby inside of you this baby will kill you or there or in the video that we saw i'm sorry we see an example of there's a condition where the baby's literally born without a brain like as soon as that good. yeah like as soon as that baby is out in the real world it will die why would you put somebody through the trauma of going through a whole nine months of that like there's a lot of scenarios right we could we could hear it sit here and sit that, for that, but. Like that was where where you're talking about the medical so there was a baby that was born with pretty much without a brain right and they, they tell you that because they can see that through the whole process you know what i mean so now they tell you that now it's you have four months to your pregnancy now you have four months of going my baby's dead you know what i mean i'm carrying my dead baby all right that's but now where i fucked up i just left thing but now where i'm gonna wait for window when i when i say this just because it's this is where it gets really controversial for me um but i'm going to touch on something else though and start that now while you're holding on to that conversation um it must be tough for a lot of families out there you know, and a lot of people out there, when this ruling got overturned for you guys, you know, because that scary thought process, if somebody is going to, you know, for example, I don't know if this is going to get a videos demonetize the channel, get a strike or whatever it is. Well, right? that's why I'm trying to walk softly because mm-hmm. I don't but know. That's, 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 let's just say there was a situation for an individual, right? And got attacked by somebody, and then afterwards she was forced. And that's where that's going to. Now that's you know where I mean? it's going to come that's... into what I was going to talk about with that joke. So, mm-hmm. what I'm a firm believer now, I, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I I am against abortion to a point, to a point. Um, the thing was, and the thing of it is, where I'm at to a bomb, I'm against it to a point is, to medical standpoint. All right. If there's something wrong with the baby that you're like in between is basically on the matters, what you're saying. So where it's, it's going to go to where if there's medical emergency or if, if, uh, let's say, uh, you know, knock on wood, I'm just using this as an example. One of your guys' daughters was attacked by somebody, right? And she ended up getting pregnant by her attack. That would, to me, that's an abortion, right? that's worthwhile of an abortion i would you know wouldn't tell you any otherwise because then that's trauma for your daughter 
to give birth to in her attacker's baby. That she's now got to resent that baby for the rest of her life because that's all she sees is her attacker when she looks at her baby. All right. Or again, medical. Now where I'm against it is for the fact of some dumb little uneducated woman or some dumb uneducated young man go and have sex without any protection because they're not being properly channeled by their parents. And now they're going to have an abortion because they're fucking 15 years old or 16 years old. Or I, I think it's important real quick to throw us a, uh, a little bit of facts out there while we keep talking about this too. Because I do know a lot of people generalize and a lot of people literally will just find like they'll find a Twitter post and then it's automatically a fact. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So right. this is at least specifically in 2019. Okay. So in 2019, the percentage of legal abortions by race in the United States, 33% were white Caucasian, 38% were black African-American. 21% were Hispanic, and then 7% were labeled as other, just any other general, right? So I only want to point that out before we keep talking, because literally, like, before we started this recording, I saw a friend of mine share on Twitter that, oh, like, like there for every one white girl that gets an abortion, there's five black girls that get abortions. By making this illegal, you're putting black people at risk, right? So I did, I did hear that argument in itself. So that's what prompted me to do a little bit of research on there and at least bring up that information, right? Like there, like there's no doubt that making abortions illegal is going to make it's going to put a lot of young women at risk right at risk like it's because here's the thing making them illegal does not mean they'll stop happening that's the first thing i want right. to throw out there and then making right. them illegal literally makes it to to the point where typically when we see that case of abortions that you were talking about jeej the whole like hey they got knocked up they either can't afford a baby or don't want a baby right typically that's in a low-income poverty situation regardless oh, yeah. of the race right well, yeah, statistically, it's in a low-income property, but it's also, you do see in a lot of privileged areas as well. Because if their parent, if there's, let's say there's a privileged young young girl, and she fell in love with a kid that isn't well off, right? Parents make her get an abortion. Or the other way around, some rich little white kid, you know, yeah, I could see that. knocked up some, some girl that lives in poverty. And even though those kids may be in love, their parents don't see it. Now the parents freaking pay for that abortion. But it's at that same standpoint of what you got to look at is, you know, you know, which is so fucked, by the way, the fact that that's even a thing that happened. But it, but it, but it, but it is, you know what I mean? That because it, it goes on the same point. It is what it is. You know, there, you can't change it. It's going to happen even if it's illegal anyways, because there's still money makes the freaking world go around. All right. Now you're saying also with medical standpoints, depending on what state by state, is that also going to affect insurance? Is anything is this going to be covered by insurance? Because you don't want insurance companies to you know to start getting repercussions of allowing these medical things for abortions. Are you going to have to pay for these medical abortions out of pocket? You see what I'm saying? So there's also that standpoint. 
but the thing of it is if you, and i'm gonna you know so kind of go like a really wide turn real quick while, while, while yeah i got, I got something to say after go ahead all right go on a rant um in a lot of our a lot of our abortion stuffs where does that stuff used to go all right when you abort a baby where does that go all right it goes into a tube into this vat now where does that stuff go where does that onborn fetus go they used to use that onboard fetus the for a lot of scientific cell. yes the stem cell the scientific research and all this other stuff there's a lot of stem cell research that goes into our vaccines that we give that we give our children I mean, right. That's an interesting point because there is a bigger side of cause and effect besides just the abortion. So now, how are we gonna, you know, do it for so long? They were trying to make stuff out of stem cell. There was a big push in the stem cell research. All right, uh, there's. So how are we going to establish stem cell research now if we did remove abortions? All right, and. You know, it does sound bad. Like I said, there's always these cause and effects. Abortions were good for this. Abortions were bad for this. Abortions were good for this. In my eyes, I know, like I said, I'm I'm in that in-between as we established. Not against it, but not for it. But, man, I'm, I'm there for the science of it. I mean, that's... I mean, I want to also... Well, let me... I want to throw a statistic real quick uh, back as far as the number. Because I also don't want people to be like, oh, fact check, this and that, blah, 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 right? I will say there are state laws that can be applied, and there there is a bigger issue in certain communities per state. Like, if I sit here and the exact same 2019 statistics, and I, and I filter it by which state, like, if I go to Mississippi, Mississippi, 74% of legal abortions in Mississippi were black. 74%. In Georgia, sixty-five percent. In that area, Alabama, like demographics. Yeah, for sure. But then at the same time, if I go to white, in Vermont, ninety percent of legal abortions were white. West Virginia, eighty-three percent. Montana, eighty-three percent. And that's weird for Vermont, man. Like it's coming from someone that lives so close to Vermont. And this is not a knock. This is what we used to call them all the time. Those tree huggers, man. That's really surprising. He just called Vermont tree huggers. What the fuck? But it's I can't with them. But we don't but know for them what, to, what those abortions were, were for. from. Yes. I mean, you know, it could have been a medical need. It could have been a rape Very case, true. an incest case. That's just you abortions know, in general. It doesn't say the, the, the I, situation. I okay, as a father of five five kids, and I have the way. Six total. I'm pro pro life. Soon as they off your wife, you know, by I'm the way, pro- give her a break. <laughs> <laughs> get off of her <laughs> get a tv Jesus. <laughs> but um you you know, the thing is guys give me something to do um, jesus christ you know, i mean I, I i'm i'm for i'm all for preservation of life i mean whatever we can do to keep a life it's precious it's i mean just us being here i mean we had to fight off millions of our of our of our siblings to be here you were the winning sperm guys you know so we had to go through this whole journey to be here right so i i treasure life but i also treasure free will you know when i I believe in god and i believe that when god created us he gave us free will to choose what's right and what's wrong so it's up to one of it's up to us to choose whether okay i made a mistake i have a kid now 
am I going to keep it or am I going to hit the reset button? Because uh, the unfortunate part of guys is that there's going to be a lot of kids that are and bred into abusive situations because the parents did not want them for whatever reason. They didn't know this kid's going to have to go through a life of pain because fucking six guys in Washington, D.C. that have nothing to do with anything decided to choose for everybody else. And that's yeah, the, the same, same thing on their free will, though. Yeah, for there's the free men. will into the abortions, right? But there's also free will into adoption. There's many families out there that would love nothing more than to have a child that just can't. Right. And they, right. at that point, they don't right. care. They're going to love that child if it comes from their spouse or not. But it's the same time. So with free will is, yeah, you have that choice, right? But there's also other alternatives. That's where people, it's where it's a big controversy of it where, yeah, God gave us free will. But God also said it's against, it's against his will to murder. And that's where right. people say that it's murder. You so, saying? so that's where that. So let me ask you guys a question. I'm, I'm going to state a, a quote that I read online, right? And this is for politician, right? Up in DC. And, and I quote, there's one person that isn't being considered in this whole pro-life, pro-abortion scenario. And that's the person that is, that that's fate is being determined. Everybody making a decision already has their life. Imagine not being able to make that decision. And I and, and unquote. And I will say that those those are pretty strong words. I can tell you as like when I heard that, I was like, you know what? I don't really like politicians. But that was very well said. But in 26 weeks, man, they don't even have their they don't even have their fingernails. I don't know, man. And I think as like, soon as like, you get that heartbeat, boom, that's life. Oh, I mean, no, it's I, life. I am, uh, it's life. Don't get me wrong. But Joker, guys. I have a question for you, though. I have a really quick question mm -hmm. for you. All right. I'm going to go like this because you're over here for me. But I have a quick question for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to rebuttal to what Caveman said here in a second after you finish that one. What is how are abortion laws and abortion in the UK? Like, how does that stem down to yeah. down to where we are? kind of ordeal it's nothing it's nothing like how it is in us uh we do have a choice of having an abortion um it all comes down to a certain specific numbers as well um medically you know um especially when you go there if you got two people over here right decided to fucking hell my hands are raising <laughs> sorry um but yeah so the thing over here is you still have a free will if you want to have an abortion or not. But before that, they will ask you a string of questions, right? Especially when you go to a clinic over here, right? Yeah, like they'll do uh, psychi psychiatric evaluations and shit like that before doing it. Shit ton. They will ask you for the well-being of you as a person, if you can out afford it, if something went wrong, etc., etc. So like me personally, I am pro-life like caveman, right? At the same time, I'm also religious. Right, like, I'm like, yo, if I if I choose to have a child, and if even by mistake or even, you know, um, uh, planned, I'm still gonna keep it. But 
let's just say my girlfriend was in the middle of a thing, uh, you know, she was having a thing and somebody decided to attack her. Now she's pregnant with that. Right. I'm like, no, because forever she's going to keep that in the mentality that she was attacked and that picture is always going to be in front of her. And for again, it's a lot of yeah, trauma. And again, with, yeah. And again, for Windu too, like when Windu was explaining about medical situations, bro, honestly, as much as I love to be a father or love to be having a child or whatever it is, but if that's going to affect my wife or my partner in any way, I, without a, you know, a doubt in my mind, I will choose my partner point blank because at the end of the day i still have an opportunity to recreate life right right but my partner is my partner end of story you know what i mean she i love her more right and i decided to choose to spend the rest of my life with her so this that is, is more over a child yeah more and i'm the same thing like my I, I had that question asked to me before was hey if you're if your wife was laying in a hospital bed and the doctor looked at you and said, Mr. Wood, we're going to have to go through and say, we need to ask you the baby or your wife. Which one would you pick? And it was easy. It was, it was my wife. You know what I mean? We can make another baby. But, at the but, same then, point, but then at the same time, they said, well, what if the doctor said there's a small, small percent chance we can save both, but a larger percent chance that we can lose both. What one would you, you pick? You know what I mean? What you got to do, bro. Save your yeah, wife. You, and that's what I mean. Like, it's it's at that same time, too. And it's like, but in deep down in, in that, in those seconds of you deciding that, don't get me wrong. There's so many snares that run through your head. I mean, not keeping the baby. I mean, it's the baby. If, if it's save my wife and the baby's got to go, okay, you know, it's going to sound really cruel, but save your wife. But when he tells you there's a small chance we can save both, it kind of like gives you that weird twitch you're like mm -hmm. is there time for a miracle and is that miracle going to come today you know what i mean allow me to allow okay so my wife she's doing uh, in october october 22nd that's where we're gonna have our baby but before that congrats again um it's 28th congratulations i think uh, october uh, i'm sorry uh november 22nd my second so you're no, 22nd october 22nd <laughs> No, man, but I mean, so be before this pregnancy, uh, we unfortunately went through an ectopic pregnancy. Um, that's where uh, her the egg got fertilized and into the fallopian tube instead of into the, the womb, I guess, for lack of a better mm -hmm. word, ignorance. But it was a pregnancy that it, it was it was where it wasn't supposed to be. So you have the options like you presented, Jeech. Like, what do you do? You know, because at that point, there's a very small percentage of ectopic pregnancies that are successful and, and they come out. But for the most part, it's very, very painful for the mother. Right. So we had to make that decision. Man. And I'm pro-life. You know, I, of course, I want uh, I want to, to see my child, you know, but we had to choose the right. We had to make the right choice. And that unfortunately, you know, abort, for lack of a better word. And it's crazy how the universe works how god works boom as soon as that happened he blesses with a baby because i guess it was it was meant to be right so the thing is that you you even though it was a medical procedure it was something that needed to be done 
you still live with that you still live with the regret of man maybe if i would have chose to keep the baby i would have had my son my daughter with me you know who they would have grown up to be the thing is that there's a lot of people out there that that they're making a decision and they're not necessarily living with the consequences it's a reset button for them you know and that's my biggest issue you know, yeah, again, God awesome. gave us free will and if you do you, you do you boo boo. But the thing is that you have to live with that for the rest of your fucking life. Yes. Like, you know, what, what I was that doing affects off, generations. Like what sorry. I go off sorry. of you. Yeah, sorry. But what I go off of you, what Cayman just said, right? Now, there are some choices that's going to happen, right? Let's just say now I get it. Having a um, baby is a beautiful thing blessed thing in the planet for god's sake my hand always keeps raising up my son when keeps distracting um but it's a beautiful thing on the planet and it's great now amazing when you know what i mean and i wish i will be into that situation soon um hopefully same um <laughs> hey you will you will yeah. guys but here's the thing, like what you were saying, there are choices to be made. Now, you decide to choose to have the child over your partner, right? But now I have to be the one to console the child where every time she asks me, what happened to your mom? What happened mm -hmm. to your mom? Right? I'm the one who has to go through that, like explaining situation for that child and then, you know, bring him up in this society, in this world, without having to know the feeling of having a mother, like her own, his or her own mother, right? The love of a mother, right? And that shit is difficult, man. Oh, no, it's that's difficult. one of my biggest fears. But I mean, you know that's, I mean? and don't get me wrong, you know, sometimes it happens, you know, fellas out there that are single parents, uh, single fathers, because of that, that, that happens, where, you know, you lost your wife during pregnancy, you know, what happens, man. You know, kudos to you, you guys are doing great. Yeah, yeah. Keep up the good work. But it's that happens, but that's a fucking fear, man. It almost yeah, it to the point fun. where it doesn't make you want to have kids for that fear because it, it could happen. It could happen to anybody. And not even now, your wife or your partner could be fully healthy. They could be fully healthy. That's all it takes is for their blood pressure to drop and that doctor's not be able to bring that back up. It's all it takes. And, and that's. That, that's the thing like for me you know single parents out there you know much respect to you much love to you all you do a great job in doing so but at the same time um i also want to say like when people are not very wise when it comes to having a family you need to think before you even engage because you don't want to later on regret saying that I want to have a reset button. I wish I didn't have a child because that shit's not fair for either party. It's not fair on the family members that has to deal with all of this, right? And also, let's just say you de you decided to come to this thought process later down the line when your wife or your partner or your girlfriend is already four or five months down the pregnancy stage, right? How the fuck can you sit there and tell me that you want to reset? Why Why? Why did you not have that brain cells and the capacity to use a protection or even think of that particular point, 
Right. Or when you found out it's you just, were pregnant. Yeah. Why, why was you not right. wise then? Why are you wise now? Right. Now, suck it up, right? Because you decided to, con uh, you know, be intimate with each other, right? Without using protection. And now you're pregnant, right? Suck it up and take a responsibility. You know, and that's, because, and that's the thing of it too, is that there's like, you know, sometimes you have to, to fucking grow up. You know what I mean? And that's that's the thing of it. And now the thing where I get it, all right, you're you're a young teen where you're 15, 16, 17, accidents happen. You're out there, you know, experimenting, you're doing what you're gonna do as a kid or a kid, but you're you know, you're starting to become into an adolescent young adult. Granted, shit happens, all right. It is what it is. Okay, cool. You know, you were definitely nowhere near ready to have a child, to bring a child up into life, whatever. All right, that happens. Adoption is a great idea. Or if, yeah. you know, it comes down to an abortion, whatever. Okay. But what gets me onto it is you're 26, you're 25, you know, you're 24, and yeah. you just wanted to party. And now yeah. you're pregnant. Now you're let, going to get an abortion. That's where that's me, like, come on now. Let, let me let me um, say this, Cheech, because you know you brought up a, a a good point. Well, what about adoption? You know, and and that that's on the best case scenario. It's a beautiful, it's like you said. There's people birth kids and will treat that child like it's their own and will give them the best life possible. But we also see on the negative side, you know, foster care system isn't that now. great. On no, it's not. Bro, you're running these kids through the system. But there was this this uh this show on Netflix. Um, it's called I'm a Killer. And one of those those people, it's about folks that are sent on death row, is was adopted by this one gentleman. This guy was loved by the church, by the community. He was, you know, a, a great upstanding citizen to everybody else. But behind closed doors, he was a monster. He would rape this kid, he would abuse him sexually, physically, and this kid ended up growing up and murdering the guy that adopted him because he put him through. And now this kid went from foster system to getting raped and now being put, put in jail for the rest of his life and being put to death, you know? And it's like the specific either, you know, there's going to have to be a lot of reforms, a lot of changes to the application process. And then even then, man, you know, like we've talked before, people on this may look straight, but underneath that you don't know what what storm they're going they're through. Capable of you know, and and we're gonna be tossing a lot of innocent lives into that 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 chopping block, man, where there's gonna be a bunch of, of pedophiles. Let's get it, man. You know, and it's fucked up. It's fucked yeah. up. And that's what the Supreme Court doesn't get is that the once you take the the choice from people you take their free will from them they're going to resort to some fucked up shit you know there's going to be a lot back back in the 1800s like the market oh. uh abortion clinics where people are pulling kids out with uh 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 clothes hangers and shit out, out of the mother like fucked up shit that's what what people like people on the far far right they're like yeah man fuck this is great this is pro this is awesome man you're gonna you don't understand the severity the consequences are, that are gonna come about with the action man there's gonna be a lot of hurt kids out there man so there I, are pros I, and cons on every 
aspect, right? So the main important thing is now, like for obviously for your guys, especially in US, they have to like, you know, when you said each individual states will have their own laws, right? Which is still mind boggling for me that you each individual states have got different laws or different, different shit, right? But, but the fact is that like they as people have to sit there and try and battle and reform better. So for example, when it comes to adoption side of things, creating a very well better um, application checks, guidance, doing all the screening before these people who wants to adapt or adopt can adopt that child, right? And that means it has to go through a scrutiny, right? Like I mean, when I say scrutiny, they have to go through a fucking shit ton of scrutiny before they can adopt, right? And I can understand it's like, you know, the waiting period for the for them is going to be frustrating along with the child, this, that, and everything. But once you go through that scrutiny, and if you think that you can carry on monitoring them until the child is thing, fair news, you know, you're going to have a beautiful life, you know, uh, all of this. But at the same time, for the abortion things as well, again, we got free will. You know, you guys say land of the free, home of the brave shit, right? You guys need to have freedom too, right? Uh, you you, you want to have that freedom you say land of the free how can you be free when everything is questioned and how how can you say that everything is got to stop to it i can i can I, you know it's just the only time different. you're free in america joker is if you have money that's the only time you're free brother it, bro. and that's in this whole abortion thing and the long ends of the lines it's about money well, the, people that have money can are still going to be able to get abortions. He just yeah. Joker just said they're still mm-hmm. legal in the UK. People that have money right. are still going to be able to fly over and people get it done over there. Different countries. But the thing about it is, we got to look at it this way. All right, it's with abortions. There's no money in abortions for the states, for the government. There's no money in. It. All right, but there is money in adoptions. There's money in foster care systems. Each state, also, when you each kid that's put in foster care. It's because they become what they call a ward of the state. All right. Now, each ward of the state is granted X amount of dollars from the federal government to that foster care system, which in that foster care system, when they put them into foster homes, those kids now get a systemic from the state, which the state gets a kickback from the federal government. And then those checks go to the foster parent. Now, it's all it's doing is it's just you couldn't get that with abortions. You were losing out on almost ten grand off but a also, child. But also, I feel like now this is where it comes as this is also now if you're saying that it's illegal to have abortions, right? it could fall under criminal case. Right? It's a it's a it's a crime. Mm. Let's just put it that way. It becomes Ill- illegal means crime, right? So. What do we know about America from the outside perspective? I will say something. It's the similar shit that happens over here, right? Crime brings in money too, right? Crime also brings in money, right? You guys who are in, like, you know, who's got criminals in the um, system, right? Inside the prison, you make $50,000 per year per inmate. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's more than that, actually. 
So it's, if now this becomes illegal and one of this person goes inside mm -hmm. prison, they're also making money off of this thing. Part of the not system, just from man. Not just adoption, but also through criminality and also, you know, etc., etc. You know, there are so many various and things. That's and a new form of slavery, and brother. Again, and again, this is all comes down to the capitalistic venture that America was built on. Right. Oh, I mean, this is this for is... a whole different episode, but I'm going to throw this little stinger out and, you know, probably just start pulling in a rap song of it. You know, a little, little, little tea for probably next episode if we all want to talk about this. And it is prison reform. That'd be interesting because, to talk about. It, because it is to yeah. a fact of, because of the fact that prison reform really needs to be touched in America. When you have in UK. almost, in oh, UK. even in the UK, when you have almost I don't, I don't know the statistics off my head, but I want to say it's right around 50% of Americans are incarcerated or 25% of Americans are incarcerated. Bro, that's a fucking it big benefits, number. It benefits the state from having each prisoner within the system, right? And to carry on doing this thing, again, like I said, you guys make 50,000 because all of the prisons are privately formed prisons, right? And the government some of them utilize some of them so, like most of it majority when I say oh, all of them yeah. right yeah. Ma majority right and this is privately owned prisons right by organizations individuals etc et but don't go too far joking. 50,000 50,000 per year per inmate now that's a lot of money right for one person yeah right yeah. how many people are there in the system in the in that prison oh a lot right. Exactly. But I guess. So it's a money making scheme again. And also they give you this prison reforms within the prison that oh if they work so and so they get paid so and so. Now again that falls under slavery thought process too. Again, right? This and um but you know what I mean? Like the whole entire <laughs> thing, it again comes down to the Oh, way. it's a circle. It's like Bro. a it's like a, it's, it's a recycle. Like, so, it's well, a, so we'll go, recycle. we'll go into it without getting too much into it. Cause that would be a whole nother episode, right? Mm -hmm. the, yeah. the last thing I'm going to ask here, uh, before we end it, right. I'm just going to pose a question and this is just being devil's advocate because I have heard this counter argument, um, be used right for people that are against abortions and such. Right. And, uh, it actually has to do with what, um, with a caveman a bit ago the whole if it has a heartbeat it's life right so i've heard the counter argument and i'd love to hear all your responses to it i've i have heard the counter argument that says if if you're cooking food but it's not finished cooking yet is it still food yes or no yes the, the answer would be yes yes so if the heartbeat isn't there yet what stops it from being life nothing because it's you can't have life without a heartbeat I've but, but that's what they're saying like it's still life even if the heartbeat isn't there because it's in the process no, of I, being created i've heard I've that heard, argument and i'd love to hear your guys take on it the argument about the brain that oh because there's no brain if you took if you took the fetus out of the womb and just left it duh of course but that's the same argument with the folks that are born uh, with cerebral palsy or or um, are autistic. You know what I'm saying? Their their brain's been not disabilities full capability. Learning life, man. We still have a soul. 
yeah, learning disabilities or, you know, somebody that may be completely brain dead. They're still alive. They're still alive, man. You know, and we've heard cases of people waking up out of a coma 20 years after the fact, you know, and so that there's that debate. Well, what do we do? But it's still alive, man. The I'm going to put this on record, me, man. I'm going to put this on record. And this is four of you motherfuckers that can testify to it. If I ever go into a coma, my plug better never be pulled. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if I'm not on that bitch for 45 years. And this is a testament. I'm marking this down. Never pull my plug. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'll, I'll jump on that shit with you, bro. You better. I, I'll wait for Walt Disney to come up from cryo freezing and wake my ass up. Yeah, like, but I'll make. I'll make. I'll make sure I got at least one Airbnb out there to keep the bill running. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. Don't, but then this, this back, and the thing that you said, Windu, with that statement is if you're cooking food, it's not done yet. You know, is it still food? Yes, because you, you know, to me, it's just kind of a, a back ass argument that someone decided to try to make because you can cook peppers and onions on the stove. It doesn't matter if the peppers and onions are still raw or they're fully cooked, they're still food because you can eat them either or. Uh, same thing with a steak. You can eat a steak for it go cut the cow and fuck put it in your mouth. You can still eat it. But at the same point of abortion without a heartbeat, is it still life? No. Because once your heart stops, you're done. Your yeah. body doesn't come back. I, again, your heart is stopping. But your brain that, still isn't dead. That's the thing. Hold on. Now your brain isn't dead. You know, after your body dies, your brain still functions for up to seven to 12 seconds. You still have full brain function for up to seven to 12 seconds after your body is fully dead. After your last heartbeat, your last air leaves your lungs, it's seven to 12 seconds. So that's why people say like they see the, the, the light, you know what I mean? And all that's because they're literally, their brain is still trying to fire off neurons because your brain is a massive muscle. And it's full electricity. So, so like, it's a weird thing. Heartbeat. Yeah, man. Listen, um, if there is no heartbeat, that means there is no life because heart is the one that gives life for the whole body, right? But your brain is the one that develops consciousness for the rest of it, rest of it right? Your brain is the one that makes you aware of shit situations. But without a heartbeat, you're not alive, bro. You're not no, alive. Your brain you're is your soul. Aware you're, you're, you're aware of the situation because of the brain, but without a heart, your, bra your brain nothing. is your soul. And that's yeah. the way I put it. When you said, okay, man, you everyone still has a soul. No, your brain is your soul because your brain was gives you your personality. Your brain is what's your decision, your characteristics. If you're brain dead and you're a vegetable, man, you're just, that's all you're doing. You're, you're just a vegetable. In pros there for a second. Yeah. No, and that's and that's what it is. That's for the hard part. Now <laughs> they still may be living and everything else, but it makes me wonder too. Is I'm gonna pull this little 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 teaser onto you guys as well. If you're full, if you're brain dead, are you actually fully brain dead? Because they only say we only use we only use seven to ten percent of our brain, or thirteen, or some stupid shit like that of our actual. That, brain that's been proven as a myth, though. Just to throw it out there. Oh no, but I mean it's, like we use a hundred percent of our brain. Like But is it the power that we use? Our actual like like the power that we're able right. to use. We still use a hundred percent of our brain, but is there still more that our brain can do? 
So if right, you're brain dead, are you still fully brain dead? You know what I mean? Because we're, we're still we're only counting the fact that somebody's able to communicate with us using using verbal and you know what I'm saying. In their brain, they might they might still be thinking. They might be reminiscing. They may be thinking. I'm like, yeah. how can I get the fuck up? You know, I hear my family. I could hear the doctor around me. About it. That'd know? be the scariest shit ever, bro. When you're still in there, but you can't send a signal. Like you feel me? Like imagine to the point. Yeah, like you couldn't even blink. You're literally there. Like I'm right here, guys. Nobody can hear me. Like in your mind, and it just. That's what, but anyway, my, my, my question to you all is before we wrap it up, my question yeah. to you all is because we are not lawmakers, we're not decision makers and anything like that. I would just love to know, do you think it's okay to tell a person who's in a relationship, not in a relationship, who's gone through trauma, life, you know, poverty, abuse, this, that, and everything to tell them that abortion is illegal do you respect their decisions right or do you not respect their decisions so i got one I ha- when the- hold on hold on hold on i've heard i've heard people say the guy should have zero opinion let's say it is a relationship right it's about to ask you let's say it's a, like, let, I'll, I'll use me and my girl, for example, right? Let's say we decided, like, we just ended up pregnant. And I'm not saying this is the case, but let's say my girl doesn't want it and I want the baby. I've heard people say her body, her choice, the guy has zero opinion, right? Now, I would understand that argument if it was a third party. Like, yo, like, who are you to give an opinion whenever it doesn't even involve you right you're making you're trying to make a choice for somebody else right i understand that argument in that example wholeheartedly but i can tell you that if that were me in my shoes and i'd be like hey that is also my kid i feel like even though it might not be my choice i'm i still am entitled to my opinion and you should at least listen to my to my you know my opinion still entitled to my child right so, you know, so that that that's a very weird place to be in because I've heard both sides. The whole a guy should have zero opinions about it. A guy shouldn't even have a word. He doesn't have a uterus. A guy, the whole shebang, right? I've heard it. I've heard it. Think of it is if you. But if it is my child, that's the thing. Like if it is my child, if it is my child, I would literally sit there and be like, hey. I wholeheartedly respect the opinion. Like, at least we're in today's modern day that you could literally pull a baby out even at an earlier terms and they can do like this whole like, hey, like, yeah, test tube baby, synthetic embryo, grow it, whatever. But even then, like it to that whole point, like if a there are a lot of men out there that do have their children taken away from them because the mother doesn't want the baby. Mm-hmm. Even if they're willing to be single fathers, like, hey, you don't ever have to see this baby. You don't you don't even have to be a part of it. Like, this is a great guy that would absolutely love and cherish this kid and give it the best future possible. But that option is taken away from them because the mother decides to. 
So that I that's that's a very weird spot. Also, it should take two signatures for an abortion. That's where I've always been to. It should take that's, two signatures. That's a good. And then it, if they need to have in for a full abortion, if, if you want to run a full abortion, it needs to have two things need to happen: two signatures okay. and a DNA test. As long as that DNA test is matched to that father, they can actually, sign that paper. I'll, I'll say this: I have a buddy that's actually going through this situation, right? To the point where his girlfriend says, "I'm pregnant," and he's like, "Sweet, I'm gonna be a father." Two weeks later, she says. I'm not keeping the baby. He has no choice. So now he's like, like fuck, like his whole world just came crumbling from under him. You get me? Like his whole world came crumbling from under him. Yeah, it, it literally like, it's like, yo, hey, we're gonna hang out for, for sure. But then two weeks later, the girl texts him again and says, never mind, I'm keeping the baby. Fucking motor roller coaster. She's lucky <laughs> that I mean your friend's a bigger your friend's a big man because I mean that would drive a regular person, yeah. a normal person, uh. just fucking batshit crazy and probably. I mean, if even if she did decide now, she just says, "No, I'm getting rid of the baby." He may want to make sure he's in a stable mind because he may just snap and go kill the bitch. You know what I mean? Like, like I've I've had to be there for my homeboy because that's not an easy spot to be in, right? No, but but there are plenty of individuals out there because just like there are fucked up guys that have done horrible shit to women they shouldn't be forced to carry that baby right but there are also fucked up women out there no, that might even use the option of an abortion as a manipulation tool no, you get me? Yeah, like, like fucked up. That's fucked up. You're an evil bitch if you do that by the it's way it's just like the old, old school I'm pregnant just to get back with you kind of thing let yeah. me let me let me put this out there, guys, because um, I heard comedian Patrice O'Neill say one time they asked him about the whole my body, my right thing. And what he said is that the moment you get pregnant, your body's not yours. It's an apartment for that baby. You know, you're you're carrying a human that. life and it's not yours anymore. You're sharing it, you know. And that's kind of the sentiment I, I I I feel the same way. If you if you're a woman enough to lay down and dude and same thing with guys if you're man enough to lay down and have a, and and have sex with a woman you need to be man and woman enough to raise this kid make sure that it has the best life possible just make you don't have to do it together i'll hit the reset button but i'm gonna take this with me and i'm gonna grow from this and i'm gonna be better so when i do get my kids i'm gonna give them every fucking thing i have to make sure i have the best life possible that's the message people need to get you know, because everybody's, oh, it's my body. Do whatever the fuck you want. No, it's not you. You affect everybody around you. If any one of us decided to take our lives, it's not us that we're affecting. It's everybody Everyone around else. us. It's your mom, it's, your dad, it's your not just everybody. But it's not even now. When you decide to take your own life, it's not even, you're just not even affecting your mom, your dad, your sister, your, your brother. You're affecting your friends too. I mean, I've had ah, a couple of friends. I've had a couple of friends that have taken their life, right? And like, mm -hmm. One of my good friends, and I'm not going to use any last name, his name's Troy. He was very troubled, but I tell you what, man, this, this, this guy, he was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful soul. Really kind of dark on the end. He was kind of a little gothy, you know what I mean? But he would give his shirt off his back for anyone, no matter what the circumstance was. But man, this kid was troubled. He had a troubled home. He had everything else. His brother was a Marine. All right. Two different, two different people. But... 
he took his own life and it just didn't hurt his family. And if he could have seen the support that he had that was there for that was there afterwards, yeah, you had your little the little cloud riders that showed up because you know he killed it, you know, he took his own life, you know, the wannabe friends. But if he actually seen the people that cared about him, he never would have took his own life. You right. see what I'm saying? So that's at the same type where I look at a baby with abortion. That baby never got to see the amount of people that would love and care for that right. child. So that why take that from in? Baby, no, but I'll, I'll, cured, cured cancer, cured AIDS. You know? Yeah. Go, so go ahead, Joker. My my point on that is look. And then let's I end respect, on Joker's point too, because we are taking. Yeah. I like. It's getting a little. Long. I I respect women's rights. I'm a big advocacy for women's rights too. Right. But when they say shit like it's my body, my thing, I understand the perspective. It's, let's just say if you happen to be in uns, you know, um in a circumstance that you were not in control of and you were not able to control it yourself like for example someone attacking you this that and everything i completely understand what you want to do after that right but if you're in a relationship and you went and you had consensual sex and decide to have a child after that i think equally it has to be two people They'll have to sit down and then along with the people that they respect and love to actually help them with the decision making on what they want to do and how they need to do how they need to move forward right i believe having a support system around you is very important right so that you can have that consciousness and the thought process on what will help you and you can look for options around to see oh i got my aunt that's going to help me or i got my mom that's going to help me or i got my dad etc etc right you got all these options look at all your options look at all the decisions that you can have and how it will help you and how it will affect you later down the line and then make a choice but without thinking of the other person and without sitting there and realizing that you're in a relationship and you decide to get pregnant because both of you had consensual sex, right? And then afterwards you became pregnant and then you decide to say, I'm deciding that I don't want to have a child. No, you sit down, speak to your partner, see if it's the, you know, what he has to say, right? And then go off of the decision that both of you come off with, right? Not just what you have to say for yourself, because then it just comes across as you're a selfish, manipulative bitch. Right, because then, like what Jeej told earlier, if this brobo decides to snap, right, it, you're gonna be sitting there going that, oh, this is what, this is the reason why, blah blah blah, all of these things, and again, you're gonna have a situation, you're gonna be in a very, you know, difficult spot to come out of again, right, and it's like the whole recycle situation this happens this happens and you come back to this point again it's like you're not helping yourself but on yeah, that so note, i thank you for yeah. letting me finish that off yeah um, i got you homie but yeah, but yeah man so one more, one more small little thing guys if you do and this is for everyone out there man if you do feel like you need help please please talk to somebody call your doctor talk to your talk to your parents call a hotline I mean, I know there's a woman, there's a, you can speak with a nurse, there's a woman's hotline out there. Um, and then we, we touched a little bit, like on that little bit of suicide rant I went on to, but if you're feeling that, man, yeah. call that, call that hotline. Um, yeah. 
please, please talk to somebody. Communication is always key, not just in your relationship, but communication is key for everything. Healthy. And I don't even give it. Don't Don't be ashamed. You know, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you pop into a window stream when he's streaming on Twitch, um, at window the mace at twitch.tv.com, um, <laughs> you, <laughs> you pop in there, man. And you say, Hey, I need to talk to you. It's very, very important. I know he will give some time right around yeah. in there to pull information to talk to you. Uh, yeah. same thing with Joker, same thing with myself. It's, we do believe in helping people to be able to help and make themselves better. But it gets to be said on that note, guys. Even if it's just as simple as leaving a comment on our videos, Amen. we read them, want- we'll reply to you, we'll talk to people, join our Discord. Amen. Our Discord is growing. That's a direct line to all of us, anybody that ever needs to talk about any conversation. Even if you just want to have like a healthy debate, to be honest, like it, it, it's always there and it's welcome. But on that note, guys, uh, oh, go ahead. Can I propose something? And for this is for the listeners and leave this in the comments. Do you think like the should be weighed and what the the Supreme Court did? Do you think those votes should be for the people? Let's put that in, in the comments. Should we be the ones to decide with our bodies? And with our children? You talking about like a presidency, so to speak? Like, should that be something that the people vote on instead of politicians? We vote on motherfuckers that run shit, you know? Can we vote on whether we want abortion or not? That should be in the hands of the... So put it in the comments. That's a very strong statement. We have a bigger... We have a bigger choice in who's America's next idol as opposed to what happens happens medically. Yeah. So that... That's interesting. So, everybody, thank you so much for watching. We really do appreciate it. Typically, we do keep it about an hour. This one extended a little bit, given the subject. So, hopefully, you guys understand. But we really do appreciate it. Don't forget that you can watch these videos on YouTube. And the podcasts do get uploaded in audio format after the fact on all major platforms. So, we do appreciate it. Leave a like. Leave a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are on these subjects. We read them, we engage with them, we give you a shout out the following episode. So thank you so much, guys. And also, we have got an Instagram account and Facebook page. So feel free to go ahead and check them out. If you want to leave any kind of comments over there, you are more than welcome to do so. Um, but yeah, it was a good um, podcast today, guys. Um, it was very interesting. It was fun to know about Juneteenth, right? And um <laughs> Yeah, um, appreciate you all talking about difficult subjects. For sure. Much love, homies. I appreciate everybody on this cast. Peace out. But we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. See you later. Don't forget to watch. Blessings. <laughs> <laughs>